Welcome to Two for Brew. I'm Todd Brinker. And I'm Tobin Brinker. Today we are visiting Evans Brewing Company in Corona, California. That's uh, located at 2440 Railroad Street, Suite A, Corona, California. Yeah, so Evans Brewing has a sort of different take on the brew pub. There are no uh, bartenders. You basically, it's a self-serve place. You come in, you buy a card, and you either put an open tab on your card or pay for an X amount, a dollar amount, and then uh, you charge to your card. You stick your card in a slot and you pour the beer and it debits the card as you go. It's like those self-serve, self-serve yogurt places, kind of, in that, yeah. in that respect. Yeah, it is, except that those at the end, I think usually they have a scale and you just weigh yes. it, right? Yeah. So here they actually have like on each tap is a meter. So it's like a gas station in that respect. So yes. as, as the beer comes out from the tap, you get, uh, you get you know, a, a, a tally, basically. Yes. And then when you get your receipt at the end of the night, you can request a uh, printed receipt, and it actually shows you each fill. So, yes. Excuse me. So you can see exactly how much you had of each of the different kinds of beers, and each beer is charged a slightly different amount per ounce, um, which, you know, in theory, I kind of liked the idea of, hey, you can go in and taste a lot of beers. You don't have to wait for the bartender to be available. Um, but there's a couple catches, isn't there? There, there are. Yeah. So, so the cards themselves seem to be a little glitchy in the readers. Right. right? Yeah. So we both have had the experience where you put your card in and you have to jiggle it and pull it in, pull it out to kind of get it to yeah. where it actually reads the you card. You got it in just the right spot. And, and now it allows you to pour yeah. your beer. And there were a few times where the screen actually sort of resets and yeah. if, if you're not sort of tech savvy or if there's not somebody standing right there to help you, you're like, what happened? Yeah, the smarts behind this whole system is an iPad. And the screen that you see, the display above the tap, is an iPad. Yeah. And it runs an app. And what happens is every once in a while when it's reading the card, it actually causes the iPad to reboot. Yeah. And so then you're looking at an iPad screen in front of you instead of a selection. And when you walk in, you insert your card in a slot. And above that slot, along this big bank of taps are two taps. So there's two taps per card. And so you can pull down on either tap depending on which beer you want. Yep. And the iPad above the tap displays what that beer is. And if you tap on the iPad, it'll then give you a further description of that particular beer. But nowhere is that obvious. You have to have somebody tell you that. Yeah. And they've got people around that help you and explain that. But your first time around, if there's not somebody standing right there, you're a little bit lost as to what to do and how to do it. It can be a little daunting. Now, yeah. this was our second time actually going into Evans. Right. And and so we went in the first time. We kind of figured it out. And this time we went back with the intention of now we're going to do the podcast. Let's really yeah, let's look at and think about this this experience. Get some notes and some re- and to, yeah. to, from which to do a review of the beers themselves, which we'll get to. But because they're so different in their business model, it's it's I think it's worthwhile to talk a little bit about that and how yeah. they approach the sale of their product. Because I've never been to a brew pub before where there's employees wandering around, and there's usually one sort of lingering around the taps, yeah. but there's nobody actually pouring beer for you. That's up to you. And on the walls, they've got uh, maybe a half dozen different types of glasses. So you can pick the type of glass you want if you're particular yep. about, hey, my sour has to go in a tulip glass, and my you know, my brown ale goes in a, in a, in a 16-ounce tumbler, and my, yes. you know, they've even got a, a glass there that's shaped like a can, if you like that kind of thing, which I think 
we'll get to their rice rice uh, beer. <laughs> Probably belongs in that in that mug if you were going to get one. And you can get a different mug every time you go to get beer if you want. But they've also got a a, a, a glass rinser yeah. at the tap, so you can put your glass on it upside down, and it spritzes out the inside of the glass and uh, and gives you a clean glass to flush out any flavor from previous tastes. Yeah. Um, an advantage of this model, I think, is for somebody like us, where we're very intentionally going in and tasting their different beers, um, we can go in and taste each of their different beers. You can pour a couple ounces of each one, taste it, rinse your glass, and yeah. go back and taste another one. And we, we sat, like, literally, I think, the closest seat to the taps while we were doing it. Because we were getting up every couple of minutes because we were just getting little tasters. Yeah. Try this one. Okay, now let's try yeah. the next one. And in a sense, I actually like that more than getting a flight of beers because yeah. these are literally, I could get, a, like, a two-ounce pour as a taster. Yeah. And just go, well, I want to taste this one. I want to taste that one. I want to taste this one. And uh, their beers were anywhere from like 46 cents to about 56 cents. The rice so. rice beer was in oh. the 30 cents range. Oh, it was even in the 30 cents yeah. range. Well, that explains a lot. It was, a, <laughs> it, 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 was, it was the bargain basement beer, Todd. Yeah. Well, the, the rice rice beer, ironically, <laughs> this is the one we were talking about. When he walks over with it, now Tobin got this. I had another glass of something, and he saw I hadn't seen it. And he sits down, and I said, what's that? Rice rice beer, right? right. Yeah. What is it called? Rice Rice la- Lager. Rice Rice Lager. And, yeah. uh, and so my tasting notes, my complete summation of this beer is Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. So, so a craft brewery has figured out a way to make a generic lager that could be passed off as Budweiser, Michelob, Coors, Miller, and probably it, the light version of each of those, yeah. if, it, if anything. It was the most nondescript beer, and, and we kind of joked about how you know, uh, they open themselves up for a lawsuit because everyone can say, "Oh, you stole our recipe," because that's the that's the like the generic, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's it's, uh, and 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 I, and I hate that we're kind of starting with that one because yeah, it's it's it, picking it, on them un- unnecessarily yeah. in the in the in their brewing capabilities. Yeah. But it does lead us to the sense of uh, overall reaching. I would say, yeah. while they had some beers that I kind of liked. Um, I think I've described it like if they had a scale of a great beer at 10 and a, and a crappy beer at zero, all of their beers are between four and six. Yeah. And, and in terms of like character and flavor, if you use that same scale, all of their beers are between four and six. It doesn't matter whether you're getting a double bock or an yeah. IPA or a brown ale or a lager. And my gosh, do they have a lot of options because yes. they have all of those things. Yes. Um, as well as uh, uh, wheat beers and a rice beer. And yeah. they've got a lot they're all in the same sort of flavor profile. It sits right sort of in the middle. They're all a little watery tasting. Yeah. You know, there's not a, a anything that you go like, wow, that's got a dynamic flavor there, profile. There, there was no beer that when I tasted it, I got sort of that kick in the face. Oh, my God, that was a strong flavor. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to really sit and think about yeah, it. that was amazing. Or that was terrible. It was neither one of those. It was yeah. everything was sort of like, okay. Yeah. Kind of tastes like the last one, but slightly. Um, you could tell it was a different kind of beer, yeah. but it was. Now, as a selling point, like if you're mm-hmm. just as a marketing thing, I don't think anyone's going to walk in there and be extremely disappointed with the experience. There's no beer there right. where you're going to go, oh, that yeah. one's really terrible. But there's also no beer that really was singing to me that's saying, this is the one mm-hmm. that I'm in love with and I have to come back for. Yeah. Well, but, if but, you and I have talked about it, I'm not a usual fan of an IPA. Yeah. Um, we've tasted now a couple IPAs there. Um, we, we had their... Uh, Nect Friday, which is a nectarine um, uh, IPA, yeah. and and then today you had. I a, started with the hazy, yeah, which was the a, foggy pines hazy pale ale, right? And that kind of had more of a lemony front end with sort of that IPA yeah. kind of skunky smell there, but it was actually a very mild, good drink yeah. once you drank it. The scent, the scent told you what kind of beer it was. 
But if you had, you know, if you had no sense of smell and you just tasted it, you'd go like, okay. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> it, I did not, to me, have an IPA flavor. Right. It, had it was there, IPA, but it was it very had, I had an IPA smell. Right. But but it really on that that um, bitterness scale that you think of for the IPAs. Yeah. It was very, very mild. It was a very mild thing, yeah. yeah. You know, I would bet, and and they don't list, like some, some breweries list their IBU for every beer. Yeah. They don't list their IBUs. They list their their um, their uh, ABV. ABV, so you know what their alcohol content is. Yeah. I, and those vary. Some of them are actually, you know, even though we talk about them kind of tasting like a, a sort of a generic watery kind of beer, some of them are actually fairly strong beers, which can be a little dangerous. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a, a scary thing if you're not ready for that because you think you're drinking flavor wise you think you're drinking something that's a milder beer but some of them do have a bit of a kick to them yeah alcohol wise yeah yeah but you know as is i think that the funny thing about the ipa like the um the necked friday one which which i actually kind of liked as an ipa yeah you know if i liked ipas i would like that one yeah it just you know and if somebody offered it to me i would drink it because it's like it's not intolerable it's not an over-the-top super hopped you know ipa but it's it's just a drinkable IPA, but it doesn't have a ton of character either because of that. So you found a beer tonight that we didn't have the last time we were there mm-hmm. and that you really enjoyed, and it's called Beer for Golf. Do you want to talk about that one? Yeah, so Beer for Golf is a red pilsner. So it's not a red ale, but, you know, again, I'm not sure if they were making it that I could tell the difference because yeah. of the way they, they uh, the the sort of the, I, I don't know even how to explain it. I just, they, they, some, they seem to hover around a very specific profile and taste. And, um, you know, I, I actually liked it. It was my favorite beer of, of the beers that I've had there. And in fact, um, I started with it. I just, cause we, it was new and I saw it. And yeah. went, okay, great. So I got a couple ounce pour of that as we were tasting things. But then when the food came around, I finished what I had and went and got a full pour of that. Yeah. And that's what I had with my meal. So the first time we went, we kind of had liked the Okalore Brown Ale. Right, which and, I still like. Which we both liked. It had a nuttier flavor. Mm-hmm. And, and we actually brought, bought cans of that one, which we both took home with us mm-hmm. and, and had uh, over the following week. Right. And so, again, I want to say that they've got some beers that are very drinkable, that are, 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 are good, solid beers. Yeah. But... But Everything there, I thought, was very but, but uh, was, was drinkable for what profile it was. Yeah. But everything sits within this, this sort of centrist... Yeah. Taste profile. There's yeah. nothing that's like if you like a really, uh, you know, um, uh, strong IPA. If you like double IPAs and stuff, yeah. honestly, you're probably not going to like their drinks very much. You're going to yeah. think they're very watered down. Um, you know, if you like light beer, if you're a Miller Lite or or Michelob Ultra drinker, yeah. you're probably going to like their rice beer. And you <laughs> might actually try their their you know their red lager or yes. their or their nut ale because their red lager and nut ale aren't. You know, they're, they're not too burnt. They're not too bitter. They're not too... There's nothing that's too anything. All of their flavors yes. are, are just, you know, I don't want to say hints of a flavor, yeah. but they're just subtle. Everything is subtle. Everything there is done with subtle character moves. And in a sense, I really respect that out of a brewer. Yeah. But then I also look at it like they had um, uh, probably... I, I didn't actually count them, but I'm going to guess probably 16 taps yeah. or so. And you could go through all 16 taps, and we almost did. I don't know yeah. if we've done all of them, but we've done close to all of them. And there was nothing that I tasted that was like, a wow, that's significantly different than, than anything else I've tasted here. Yeah. The closest thing to that was the, um, uh, shoot, what was it called? It was the uh, Doppelbach. They yeah. had the uh, Bacchinator. It was a Doppelbach lager with vanilla. And it was kind of sweet, had a uh, 
definite strong vanilla nose and then also in the taste and the finish. I mean, vanilla just prevailed throughout that. There was a lot of vanilla in it. I liked that one more than you did. Yeah. Um, but I felt like, and I called it a dessert beer. It's not something that I would want a f- great big glass of. Right. But I wouldn't mind like maybe a small, a small amount of that after a meal at the end before I go. I felt right. like it was this a nice beer to finish the night on with just a right. little bit. Um, but yeah, it, but it was an interesting flavor. Yeah, I mean, and it, in that situation, I, I maybe would agree with you. Unfortunately, I had that, and again, we were just—I I had a taster, so I think it was like two and a half, three ounces, something yeah. like that. And I got it as our food arrived, and so I was eating. Uh, and, and to talk about their food, this is their own food truck. They sometimes have guest food trucks there, but this is their own food truck, and they do yeah. a couple different kinds of burgers. They do a killer grilled cheese, yeah. and then they do tots. Um, so before we get into the food, though, I got a yeah. couple more beers. I okay, gotta, I let's, let's talk go back about. and talk about beers. So, so uh, uh, I tried one of their new beers, and when we got there, when we first walked right. in, the the uh, hostess down front who takes your your card and sets you up with their their card, so you can then get your pours. Said, "Hey, are you here to try the new beers?" And we're like, "New beers, great, let's try them." You know, yeah. and so oh, uh, one of the new beers that they have is called Rico Guave. And it's a, a wheat ale. Yeah. And, and wheat beers are my wheelhouse. You yeah. know, this With is guava. Yeah. yeah. And so this is, I'm thinking, oh, maybe this is going to be interesting. And I have to tell you that I didn't like it. Yeah. It, it and, had and, a weird setup to it and there was something about it you you couldn't quite put your finger on it the odor the smell was right. really off-putting to start with as soon okay. as i smelled it because i tasted it after you yeah. after you got it and again this is a small pour so we're not drinking a lot of this yeah but uh i smelled it and immediately went smells like liquid smoke which yeah. was just the weirdest thing to think of like a guava wheat beer why on earth would that be smoky yeah. but then when i tasted it that was the finishing taste to it it smelled and tasted to me like they had yeah. put Liquid smoke, which I use when I'm making, uh, I use my instant pot sometimes to cook a pork roast. Yeah. And I want it to taste like it came off of the grill, you know, where it's been out and smoked. And so, um, or like if you're doing the Hawaiian style, you know, cook it in the ground, smoked. And I'm not doing that. This is the shortcut, right? I'm doing it on an instant pot. So you put a little bit of liquid smoke in there to get that. So I'm very familiar with that scent and that smell and taste. It, and that's it, what, what what I got out of it. It was off-putting to me. It was weird. And 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 then when you looked at the beer too, it had a really sort of muddy consistency. It was right. not a clear. Right. It was beer. hazy. It was very hazy. Mm-hmm. And um, which is wheat beer thing. I mean, yeah, but, to me, but, it didn't look any weirder than most wheat beers. No, but, but it was it was it was muddier than I thought it should right. be. The the flavor wasn't the smell wasn't quite right. The flavor wasn't yeah. quite right. And so. You know, it's weird. Sometimes you have a certain expectation when right. someone na- when someone labels it a wheat beer. Right. Well, and a guava re- yeah. wheat beer. So you're expecting sort of a wheat beer with a guava fruity taste to it. Yeah. And I didn't get that at all. Yeah. And and I told you that for me, it, it had, you said smoke. I said chemical. I, it felt right. like they had put something that was not a natural substance in there, like that liquid, <laughs> liquid smoke. smoke. Yeah. And it just it just. I've got wasn't. a bottle of liquid smoke in the fridge. You can smell that. Tell me if that's the chemical smell <laughs> Todd, you have. Todd and I will be doing liquid smoke shots later yeah, in the show. Yeah, exactly. No, but it just, I, I was disappointed. And, and yeah. you know, because I, I thought to myself, oh, it's a new beer. Let's try it, you know. Yeah. Another beer. That, I that, applaud them for, for exploring. Yes. But when you put, you know, if, if they're going to name it something, I would have named that, um, you know, uh, uh, wheat fire or something yes. like that. You know that that way it would have had the implication that there's some smokiness. Yes. So the, the 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 name sets you up to think you're getting a fruity kind of wheat beer, and then the reality is they what it you was, get. Yeah, it's not yeah. that. Um, now uh, another beer that we tried, and you and I are, are fans of red beers. Right. Uh, we tried the Joaquin Dead Mexican Red. Right? Yeah. 
And I, I liked I liked the beer. It had a deep color. Um, I thought that it it, it had uh, an mm-hmm. interesting flavor. Um, it was a, a little more of a. a I, I, I hate to use the word burnt because it's not the right yeah. word. But it, more it had, roasting. It yeah, the, the hops had, were a little more roasted. Yes, and toasted. It, and and it had that on the aftertaste just a little bit. Right. And, and I and I thought I felt it was more carbonated too. Yeah. To me, it tasted a lot like the uh, beer for golf, which I liked very much. It just was a little bit more bubbly and and it, didn't and have had, the finish. A, and it had a little bit of a of a of an over roasted finish to it. Yeah. And so it wasn't quite as drinkable as the the uh, beer for golf red lager. Yeah. And so, but they have so many good, cho- they have so many choices there, right? And and so you, you get a chance to try all these different things and say, okay, yeah. this one is, is a little closer to what I like yeah. you know, versus that one. Yeah. So. Well, I will say this for them too, because I mean, we've been to several places um, that, you know, we've done uh, one, um, two for brew with, and we'll do um, subsequent ones on some of these other places where they have six or seven beers. Yeah. And they kind of stay in that wheelhouse. And, and we've talked to some of the, the people of those places. And they say, well, we're talking about expanding that out to eight or ten. But yeah. they, they just, they don't, you know, they know the flavors that they want to work with. And that's what they work with. Yeah. And it's not that they don't experiment within that. Because we even went to one place where they said, yeah, you probably don't want to try that one. It's it's pretty, that was kind of a weird experiment. Right. Which I appreciate them just telling us up front. Although I, I really kicking myself for saying, can I have a taster of that? I really would have liked to have tasted it yeah. to say, Oh, I disagree. I really like it. Or, oh yeah, you're right. That that was yeah. a little too far out there. So I guess we're going back. Uh, I think so. I think we're going back. So um, you started to talk about the food before, right? Um, uh, they have at this place at, at Evans Brewing. They have food trucks, plural sometimes. Right. This time they just had the one, but the right. first time we were there, they had two. No, they didn't. They just had one. Theirs wasn't open. Oh, okay. So when when they they had a a visiting truck out front, a taco truck that was quite good. That's right. And and actually, I enjoyed it very much. And then this time they had their own truck because they have their own truck. But a, when they bring in a, a guest uh, to a guest truck, they shut theirs down so that they're not competing in that way. That guy's a more opportunity to make nice. money. Um, but they had their own truck there and running today. And again, they had uh, three different kinds of cheeseburgers, a really good. Uh, grilled cheese, uh, Parmesan-crusted grilled cheese, and then they had some uh, uh, two different kinds of loaded tots yeah. as well. as. And the, what's nice is the grilled cheese was 6 bucks, and it came with the tots. Yes. It was a deal and really good. Good bread. Nice, yes. thick French bread. With the Parmesan crust on it. Oh, it was delicious. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The burger, um, you know, I think you liked it a little more than <laughs> yeah. I did. I'm particular about my barbecue sauce, and this was just a very sweet barbecue sauce, and I tend to like a more... Smoky, so, spicy so, barbecue. So sauce. we both kind of described it as being very similar to the uh, yeah. uh, bacon it's a western, western bacon cheeseburger, cheeseburger from, from Carl's, Carl's without the onion rings. Without the onion rings, yeah. yeah. That's what it is. That that was it. <laughs> In fact, quite frankly, they could have bought that at Carl's, pulled out the onion rings, and handed it to me. I wouldn't have, I would have gone okay. Yeah. Because um, I mean, that's what it was. Yeah. And, and I say that with with total love and appreciation for the western bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. That's one of our go tos. It's one of my go tos. <laughs> when I go to Carl's, that's one of the things yeah. I get is the western bacon cheeseburger. So so. Uh, what did you so, think of those loaded tots? Um, they were good, but I would recommend because th- what they are were they were they were um, bacon, onion, jalapeno, and and cheese sauce on top of tater tots. Okay, on the face of it, sounds delicious. Was delicious, but the thing is with a jalapeno, I've had jalapenos that are like a um, uh, pickle, yeah. and I've had jalapenos that light me up like a a um, uh, you know. 
Like a firework. Yeah, yeah. You, a, a Navano ghost pepper or something. <laughs> um, and so, you know, you just don't know. Jalapenos vary so much in their heat. Yeah. I think what they should have done is with the jalapenos, just serve those to you in a separate cup, diced yeah. up. And then you could taste them and decide how much you want to put on there or don't want to put on there. Yeah. Because um, my first bite was so hot that it was I was uncomfortable. Um, and then I was very careful about making sure that I didn't get any large chunks of jalapeno. Yeah. Because the particular jalapenos they had that day were like fire. Yeah, and I only had one tot, mm-hmm. and I don't even know that it, I didn't even see that it had a jalapeno on it, mm-hmm. and it was too hot for me. I'm like, oh, yeah. whatever, however much, yeah. it was just well too because hot. they had so many green onions on yeah. top. You couldn't tell. You, you really you had to look carefully to see whether, yeah. and, and then the, the cheese sauce blended in to see yeah. whether or not you had a jalapeno on there with the onions. Because yeah. I mean, you know, green onions, there's not a ton of flavor there. So there, there um, was a a uh, sort of service mix up in the food order. In that, in that, <laughs> yeah. we're, you know, you're Todd Brinker and I'm Tobin Brinker, and you told the guy your name's Todd, and then yeah. he asked your last name, and you said Brinker, and then he pushed the card for me. So, right. uh, I so, bought Todd's meal tonight. So, because, we went you know, to go check out, and, <laughs> and Tobin had all the food on his bill instead of mine. And ironically, when I then later bought some food to go to bring home, uh, they did the exact same thing. Yes. And didn't realize that they had done it. But, yes. uh, so clearly there's something in their software that's not really good about well, differentiating person A from person. Heaven forbid two people from the same family with yes. the same last name would ever go to a bar together. Well, and, and, and now you all understand why Todd always takes me with him. He's alphabetically in front of me, so they give him the bill. <laughs> um, and I appreciate that, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the benefits of brotherhood. No, but, yeah. you know. No, I, and I we pointed though, it out to him. They offered to go yeah. and... And cash and out it. the difference and fix it. And I said, "Yeah, we'll just we'll just work it out amongst yeah. ourselves." No, and 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 honestly, yeah. the service people there were really nice, and and yeah. they, they handled it all really well. But yeah, no, in fact, a, the employees are actually really good, and they're super good about helping you with the the card issues because yeah. those were they just happen all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost like if in, yeah. I watched them help almost everybody with problems with the cards. I had, you know, you and I have figured it out pretty quickly. Yeah. I'm very tech literate, and once I saw what it was, but, you know, and when you see the, the app basically reboot itself, you know, it's like, okay, well, you got to know which icon to tap to relaunch the app on yeah. the iPad. And, and so, you know, it didn't fluster me very much, but I look at that and go, like, that's horrible customer service that this is happening yeah. this regularly, and it's happened both times we were there. They said that the company that they bought this from is based in Germany, and they're trying to get them to send somebody to fix the problem because they can't seem to do it yeah. over the air. Um, I would say then put up a bar and have somebody else pour the beer until you yeah. figure this out. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of this model, I think. It's just too fraught yeah. with, with challenges. Yeah. If it worked um, perfectly, I would say, okay, still yeah. has some issues. Yeah. Now, you pointed out something I thought was pretty interesting in that the, the first time we went there, they said, how much do you want to put on the card? And I think we put, you know, I don't know, 30 bucks, 30 bucks or something us, yeah. on there. And, and so the two of us drank, and, and at some point, you know, you could see when you do a pour, how much is left on your card. It would yeah. tell you how much was left on your card. However, this time when you came in, they didn't ask us that. They just took our card, and when I asked about why they didn't ask how much we wanted on it, they said, oh, we just keep it open like a tab and then cash it out at the end. Yeah. And you pointed out that that's sneaky genius because then you're just pouring beer. It just keeps coming out, and you yeah. don't know how much you've spent until you're done. We did find out you do know how much you spent, though, because on each screen when you, when it, you work it does the show. Tab, it does show. It shows you where you're at, which is how you discovered you were paying for the food because yeah. suddenly after two beers, your, your, your bill was like 36 bucks, and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I only had two beers. Why is it so much? 
Yeah. I was ready to complain to management. Yeah. Well, then I went and checked my tab by pouring myself. I had to go get myself a little more beer to check my, you know, where I'm at. Yeah. And, I, and I'm at like $12. And I'm like, oh, because we'd had about the same amount of beer yeah. at that point in time. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, and it was like, oh, okay, they just put all the food on yours. Yeah. Which, sure enough, they did. And so, then, well, but like I said, it was it was bad enough that they did it once. You go, okay, one time it was an accident. I then went and ordered food again later, and they did the exact same thing. And I again gave them my name, yeah, not yours, and said put it here, and they put it on yours. So, yeah. so uh, that's annoying, you know, and, and and potentially could get somebody really irritated at them, you know. I mean, if. Uh, you know, if you have a name like, you know, uh, Gomez or Johnson or something that's very, you know, yeah. common, uh, Smith, uh, uh, you know, uh, I- I- you know, and here in Southern California, yeah. a lot of his- Hispanic surnames are very common. Um, you know, you don't want to find out you're buying somebody else's beers and somebody else's meal. Yeah. Um, I will say one thing about this place. More than almost any other place I've been to, uh, families come in with lots of kids. A lot of kids. Yeah. A baby in a bar? Yeah, really. I keep oh, saying cool. that. A baby in a bar. Yes. Yeah. Sweet um, home Alabama, people, if you don't get the reference yeah. there. Uh, so, Todd, yeah. we did a rating the last uh, in our first episode. Right. And I, I know we talked about doing this again. Uh, it's a four-part rating, uh, uh, one through five for look, another one through five for smell, another one through five for taste, and another one through five for mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to kind of give them an overall kind of rating for their beers. Okay. So and you want to start with the one that we both sort of discovered this time and liked the most, the red the yeah. beer so for golf? Beer for golf, I think, would be sort of our top end. If we we're going to get, uh-huh. this was going to give them a, a, yeah. a, a good rating. This that is would the be... Beer for Golf Red Pilsner yeah. from Evans Brewing. Okay. So uh, one for five on taste. So I would probably give them a four. Oh, oh for taste, taste, I've given a five. Yeah, I, w- I would give them a four on, on the taste. I, yeah. it's, it wasn't great, but it was very drinkable. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what's the next one? Color? Uh, uh, so we had look, smell, taste, and mouthfeel. Okay, so look. Um, look, I would give it a five. I, I, to me, it was fine. It was, it was, it was well, maybe a four. Yeah, I was going to say, say four. four. I'm going to stay with four there. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's interesting. It's, it's, a, it's a red, but it also kind of was leaning towards the brown. And we, we see some reds that do that. They've got kind of, yeah. that, kind of muddy. Yeah, it was a little bit darker red. Yeah. But, it was, um, but it was a very, you know, it yeah. wasn't. It didn't, um, I will say this, that it had, uh, that the, the head was gone pretty quickly after the pour. There was yeah. not a lot of, of head to it. But again, that's because it wasn't super bubbly and carbonated. I have a feeling that that... Um, Mexican dead red probably would have had a, in fact, it did hold the head a little bit more. A little bit, yeah. Although we only had a couple ounces of it, yeah. so, you know. Um, smell. Smell. Um, I'm going to say a three. I think everything, yeah. uh, their smells were all a little weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, not off-putting as, as some of the things, but yeah. but none of the smells matched my expected taste experience. All yeah. of those, every beer they had was just a little bit off in that sense. Yeah, no, I'm with weird. you. I'm with you. Um, and so we did taste, so the last one would be mouthfeel. Mouthfeel. I actually like that one. I'm going to say four, whereas, yeah. again, the, the, the Mexican more carbonated one I would have given maybe like a three on. Yeah. But on that one, is a four. So I'm going to say uh, four, four, three, four is okay. my, uh, my score. So overall, that's, um, what, 15? Yeah, and I, and I would put them in about a 16 for that beer. Okay. So I think we're kind of in the same range on that. Yeah. And that was the one that we really liked. Yeah. Right? That's the one um, I like the most. Then we go to one we dislike the most, the it, Rico Guave. <laughs> the Rico Guave was not one that we cared for. And the mm-hmm. Rice Rice beer also, I thought, was so generic and so... Yeah, I mean... You know, I, I, I would find myself sort of 
uh, hesitant to sort of recommend it, except to say that if you if you were just somebody, and, 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 and I'm going to say it like it like this: when you go to a craft brewery, you are not right. thinking I want Miller the Bud Light, Light Miller Light. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. looking for something that's more interesting, yeah. that's actually got some character. It had none of that. And yeah, I probably, it, it, it was a light. It was yeah. just a, a light beer. Yeah. yeah, and and so you know threes and twos across the board for the rice rice beer, um, and probably yeah. the same for the the the, the Rico Guave. Um, I would say twos across the board for me on that one. Yeah, it didn't yeah, yeah. Even get up to threes. That yeah. one was that one was actively unpleasurable to drink. Yeah. So the the Rico Guave for me, the smell was probably the the, the thing that got me the uh-huh. most. The smell the and the aftertaste. Yeah. The, and the so finish. Those, uh, uh, you know the the look of it, it you know it, it wasn't terrible mm-hmm. and the look is probably a three yeah uh, and the mouthfeel once you're once you're drinking it i don't know the finish was not good but okay it, yeah so you want to talk about the yeah. foggy pines uh hazy ipa and maybe do that comparatively to the um next friday yeah i uh, i i i actually thought those were drinkable beers for that right. style of beer not not my yeah. Wheelhouse, not something I yeah. typically go looking for. Next Friday had sort of a nectarine yeah. flavor profile, and the Foggy Pines had uh, more of a lemon yeah. profile. They both had a very mild sort of IPA skunky smell, but it was mild, yep. and you didn't really get that in the taste. And no. and so there was not a bitter, strong you know finish because it wasn't overly hopped. Um, it was a, as far as IPAs go, it was probably one of the most drinkable IPAs that yeah. I've, I've had. Yeah. And I probably yeah. would have put that one in like, you know, 13, 14 total, I think, you know, with, with, yeah. with that. Yeah. Somewhere between three and four, um, kind of across the board yeah. on the, you know, so, um, you know, that puts you about the, you know, like I said, 13, 14. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we, I think we had an interesting yeah. experience here. You know, overall, uh, I think that, mm-hmm. you know, if we're wrapping it up, what, what we felt with their beer is that they're they're got a very sort of distinct profile in this very narrow range of, right. of flavors. You're not going to have anything that you're going to hate, but you're not going to have anything that you're going to super super love. I mean, it was just right. this, this. They really have found that middle area of drinkable beers. Yeah. That aren't going to. For the most part, you could say everything's pretty good. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. that you could say. Wow, that's an amazing. You've got to make sure you try their yeah. insert beer name here. There's nothing like that. Um, and up until we tried the Rico Guave, I would have said there's nothing that I would say, oh, stay away from this yeah. certain beer is really bad. That one I would say, if you're going to taste it, pour yeah. yourself an ounce or two before you fill a glass. Exactly. Which I guess is an advantage of their model because yeah. then you can do these more exploratory tastes. And, and, and there are pros and cons to this model. Mm-hmm. You know, the con being that the cards in the computer system Just are a little glitchy. Well. Yeah. Um, you know, but the, the, the positive is that you do get to try more beers. But you have to be careful of what you're spending because you can add it yeah, up quick. Yeah, yeah. When you're pouring, make sure you check as you finish each pour. It'll tell you what your Total either is. remaining amount on your balance are or what your 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 current bill is based yeah. on a, on an open ticket. If you also, the the first time we were there, uh, we put tab. both of us on the same card. Right. And it very quickly got us up to a limit where they actually oh, yeah. had a bartender come over to us and say, you know, because uh, if it was a single person who had drank that much, they were going to cut us off. Right. You know? Yeah, they do have a limit of, of uh, I think what they said, 32 ounces. Yeah. And so at 32 ounces, they have to have a person, like, look at you and say, are you okay to drink more beer? Yeah. Which I think was smart. Yeah. Yeah, especially for a hands-off. You know, that's a job the bartender usually yep. does. Bartender, when they're pouring, look at you and go, like, is this somebody I want to give another glass to or not? Yeah. And, and at some point, bartenders all have to learn to be able to say, hey, you know what, buddy? Um, you've had a great night, but but no more beer. Right. Um, 
Now, we did have some fun. They do have a little area out the back where you get mm -hmm. to play some... Um, Actually, in the brewery. In, so you, yeah. walk, uh, you walk from the entry uh, in the tasting room up front, and they also sell a bunch of, uh, of uh, you know, swag yeah. for their place. T-shirts, hats, hats T-shirts and, and stuff. Even um, beer openers. Ta tap handles if you've got a yeah. home, home keg. Um, but you walk, you can go upstairs to their, to their taps and their, and their uh, mostly picnic tables. Yeah. Um, or you can go through the brewery and they've got all the big stainless steel, steel vats and everything out there is yeah. aging or, or, you know, being worked on. And then they've got an area roped off where they've got cornhole. Cornhole. Yep. Yeah. So, and it's, it's mini cornhole just given the amount of space they've got. Um, so the boards are like three quarter size boards yeah. and the distance isn't as far but you can still play and have fun so, so so tonight was a little bit cooler and it was very comfortable out there i think the first the first time we'd gone it was a little warmer out it was and it wasn't quite as comfortable to be down there yeah now you, know. you definitely want to stand in front of the fan when you were down there before yes. but tonight was actually very comfortable and the food truck is right down there yes i will say one thing that's a little odd though is they have the food truck down there but they have the windows of the truck facing away from the building so you have to go out and around the truck to order yes and then when you go out <laughs> and around to order they say, sorry, we don't take orders here. You need to go back up to the front of the building yeah. and place your order, and then they'll bring the food out to you. So that was a little confusing. Yeah. It's like, well, you've got a truck, and it's obviously set up to do like a food truck. It's a mobile food truck. Why can't I order food here? Yeah. You know, you're here. You've got windows. They're open. Yeah. Why can't I just make my food for me, please? Um, no, we don't do that. You have to go back up front. So I had to go back up front to order the food to go before we left, and then yeah. we played couple more games of cornhole where i kicked your butt you did you did you got very lucky this time oh that's it yeah all, very the, lucky. all the luck that comes with being much more skilled oh and talented it? and yes. better looking well and yeah. older yeah. much much older well, somewhat <laughs> you know more although wise. you know wisdom it's wise she she did not actually card us tonight i i, I must <laughs> i must flag that that's a yeah that's actually you know as a negative that's something that that, that uh, it's the only brew pub that i have been to and maybe it's because they have more kids here or whatever yeah. but um every time you come in there they check ids of those that that aren't obviously well over 21 yeah. as you and i both are um but they put a band on your hand uh, and yeah. if you, you're not allowed to go run the tap unless you've got a band on. Yeah, I mean because it's self-serve. You you know mm -hmm. you don't want some 16-year-old hanging out with their friends walking up and starting yeah, to pour beer. Yeah, you know, came in with mom and dad. Mom and dad are down playing cornhole, and and the 16-year-old says, "Hey, I'm going to go grab a glass and fill her up." Yeah. And so they've got to do something to kind of keep track of that, and that's what they do with the bands. Yeah. Although, quite frankly, I wish they'd put the bands on the kids and not on the adults. Thank they, you. A, they would have to put less bands on. B, the kids would probably like it. They'd think it's special. Right. Um, and uh, and then I don't have a stupid band. But, but that the makes reason me they don't do like that I'm is a teenager. But the again. reason they don't do that is because the teenager would quickly pull the band off and go up and get the. That's true. Beer. Exactly. Yes. The lack of a band is not a. You know, it's like yeah. Yes. You're absolutely right. It, yeah. I'm think, <laughs> thinking of us at 16, 17. And we're going like <laughs> yeah. snap. Right. Pull that puppy right off and exactly. hey, yeah, I'm old enough. So um, we did. We did Evans Brewery. Uh, mm -hmm. It was a good experience. Um, yeah. You know, uh, uh, what's next on our agenda? Where are we going next? So time? Do we know? Um, I don't know that we've settled on it. We haven't really talked a lot. Although um, I know that there's a brewery that we we checked out briefly, and I wouldn't mind going back and doing a full review of them. And that is um, uh, 
is it Packing House Brewing? Packing House, yeah. yeah. Now, I think they used to be Riverside Brewing. Yep. Um, and they've moved from downtown Riverside, although apparently they're going to be opening up a, a, a tap room back downtown yep. somewhere. But they're currently um, off of, uh, kind of off of Adams behind the Riverside Airport. In Central. Yeah, Central. They're actually yep. on Central um, and uh, behind the Riverside Airport. I say behind, on the north side of the airport, which yeah. is away from the freeway, so you have to kind of drive around the airport to get there. If you're coming from the west, from the east, you just t take Central straight there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, quick flash, we, we've been there. We, we, uh, we played some cornhole there, and, uh, and they had some live entertainment the, the weekend that we were there. The, and uh, generally, uh, I think we like their beers. So, yeah. we, you know, we'll have a conversation about that. Honestly, going back to Evans, though, i got to say, overall, you know, if I was, you know, on that same... Uh, one to five scale, yeah. I would give them somewhere between a three and a half and a four. Yeah. There's nothing about them that I didn't like. If I had family in town and they said, hey, let's go to a brew pub, I would consider that one yeah. um, and not feel bad about it in any way, shape, or form. That said, um, you know, there are uh, uh, a couple other storytellers in Skyland that are between us and Evans that um, are more traditional type of breweries. Um, that I'd probably go to before yeah. I would go to Evans uh, on a regular basis. I would agree. Um, you know, and I tend to like their yeah. beers a little bit more. I would rate them probably uh, half to a full point higher, yeah. generally speaking. I, I would agree. So, so we'll get, uh, uh, maybe we'll get... Um, Which uh, will also be on our review list, by the way, both uh, Storytellers yeah. and Skyland. So, so maybe we'll get Packing House in next, maybe get a couple more out this way. And then we're going to head over to the San Bernardino area, my old stomping That's ground. right. we got to get back over and, that and, way. And some of the um, ones that we kind of started out with Rituals, I think one of the first ones we yeah. went to. Hangar 24 is over that way. So, yeah. um, And then uh, your home, or closest to home brewery, I should yes, say. Yes, Three Not Iron. Brewery, but Three, three Iron. iron. Um, got to also... give a shout out to the guys in Colton at Three yeah. Iron. Yeah, and, uh, and so... Uh, that's what's coming in the future. We hope that you come back and join us again. We appreciate your listenership. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we hope that you give us a good rating and a good review. Uh, if you don't feel like it's worth a good rating and a good review, forget I asked. Pretend like we didn't hear that. <laughs> and don't do anything. <laughs> have a drink, chill out a little bit, and then come back and give the review. There if you're, you if you're doubts, just have a couple drinks first. That's right. Yes, things are always better with a brew. Amen. And two for brew. Two for brew. Thanks for listening, guys. Two for brew. That's how I like my beer. Here with you. That makes it two for brew. Two for brew. That's how I like my beer. Here with you. That makes it two for